my sister, on the other hand, is choosing to wear suits, which are a long tunic with baggy pants on the bottom. Your sister who's getting married is choosing that? What the hell is wrong with her? I'm already mad. Welcome to Woken Pretty, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the juiciest slices of pop culture and the freshest toppings of current events. I'm Mira, an ex-corporate baddie that wants to do good in the world, but can't stop talking. I'm Min, a corporate escapee turned podcast producer with a knowledge of random facts and thoughts on everything. Welcome, friends. Get ready to be swept away on a roller coaster ride through the latest entertainment headlines, celebrity escapades, and the trendiest tidbits lighting up our screens and feeds. Each week, we'll be dishing out our takes on the most buzzworthy happenings, from Hollywood glam to viral internet sensations, and everything in between. Whether you're in the midst of your morning routine, stuck in traffic, or just need a laugh to brighten your day, Woke and Pretty is here to serve up a piping hot slice of entertainment goodness. So, buckle up and brace yourselves, because we're about to mix up the perfect blend of pop culture and current events zest, right here on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss a single episode, because with Woke and Pretty, the party's just getting started. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Mira and Min. Welcome to one of our favorite things to do. It's the Am I the A-Hole episode. We do this every week. I love this. I I know. Why is it like a guilty pleasure to hear about other people's problems? Yeah. I got some real lighthearted ones today for you. But I think for us and our audience, they really resonate with like weddings and sisters and families and things like that. So this one's a little interesting. It's it's like both, but it's with a dad and his daughter for, for her wedding. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. My late wife was a very small person. First of all, I should probably read the heading, right? But the heading gives it a lot away. And then like, I feel like I judge it based on the heading, which people might not like, but I don't care. Am I the a-hole for not allowing my daughter to wear her late mother's wedding dress since she will not fit into it? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> okay. My late wife was a very small person. When we got married, she was only 115 pounds. So her wedding dress size reflects that. She passed away two years ago, so she cannot attend our daughter's wedding that will be in 2025. So this is only a couple of days ago, guys. This, this, this guy wrote this in. Now my daughter wants to wear the dress, and I told her it wouldn't be a good idea since she won't be able to squeeze into it. She told me she can just up the size of it, and I told her I would think about it. I looked into it, and they basically cut the dress up to size it up. I informed her that no, she can't wear the dress since they would be cutting it up. This resulted in a huge argument about me gatekeeping my wife's things. I told her no again and that she can wear some of her jewelry. And so she hung up. She clearly thinks I'm a jerk and my sons are now on me to give up the dress. Am I the a-hole? Since it was asked twice, my wife always wanted to go dress shopping with our daughters. She loved her wedding dress and I don't think she would be okay with it being cut up. I also have a younger daughter since that was asked. Also, I'm confused why a lot of comments mentioned my youngest is super skinny like my wife. I never said that she wouldn't fit into the dress either, more due to the fact that she is almost six feet. So that was oh, the edit. Okay. Thoughts. She's gone. <laughs> She's not coming back. What are you doing with it? But it's sentimental to the daughter. It's also sentimental so, to him. I get it, except... Like, let the daughter have it, in my opinion. First of all, he has two daughters. <laughs> what if he regrets it and then he ends up giving it to the second daughter down the road? Then it's an even bigger fight. Hey, my take like, on it. I'm married to somebody who's very nostalgic. 
and doesn't like things to change. (laughs) So shocking. (laughs) No, I am at the mindset that things are just things. If it means something to you, I think it's great. I don't think you have to hold on to things all the time. I think sometimes a memory is just as good. And if you want it there, that's great. But if it's serving zero purpose and somebody else can get a purpose out of it, like in this case, it's her wedding. She won't fit into it, of course. But even if she did fit into it, the reality of the situation is that she most likely will want to change the design or style to some degree to reflect it to be a little bit more modern. Absolutely. I just think that, sir... Have you looked at this dress in the past, I don't know, two years since your wife has died? Have you opened it from the package? Do you sleep with it? Do you hug it? Do you do anything with this dress but keep it in the box in the closet? If the answer is, yes, I do things with it, fine. Then don't give it to her. But if you don't, it is better served having your daughter feel closer to your wife and having her feel like her mom is there. And you can get over the dress being cut up because that dress, let me tell you something. When you pass, that dress is going in the trash when somebody cleans out that house. Mm -hmm. I tell my husband this all the time too. his Mm -hmm. uncle who he loved, who I've never met. When we went to clean out his house, he unfortunately was plowing, shoveling snow and he had a heart attack and died at four in the morning. And then the newspaper boy found him a couple hours later. And then it was like this whole thing. We went to clean out his house. You learn a lot about a person. He is just like my husband where he keeps a lot of things very neatly, perfectly dust-free and arranged in a manner that is methodical, Mm. like serial killer methodical. However, all the things that he held dear to him, coins, this clothing, that piece from from his grandmother that was just like a handkerchief, whatever it was, didn't, doesn't mean anything to anybody else. And you died. And guess what happened to all of that stuff? My my husband tried to keep as much things as possible to honor his uncle knowing that he cared about it, but he doesn't care about it. But mm-hmm. he's trying to keep that going. And I, my whole thing is if somebody cares that much about it, let them have it. If you are a collector of handkerchiefs and you're in the family, I'm making the handkerchief example up, and it would mean the world to you because you care about this person, let them have it. Just because you love this person and they love that handkerchief doesn't mean you should keep it, especially if there's somebody else like her daughter that wants it. Like, just let it go. You'll get over a dress, but you'll never get over your daughter being upset about something stupid like that. It's a dumb thing for me. I'm with you. Also, I know that it was very important to her and whatever, but really, how much do you really know? Would she give it to your daughter to make her happy? Yeah. Just because she loved her wedding dress, then that's part of the reason why the daughter wants it, right? Because her mom loved it so much and it's her wedding and she's not going to have her mom there. Of course, Mm -hmm. as a mom, you want to go dress shopping. But what are you doing with this dress, though? That's the thing. It's literally sitting there serving no purpose except for your wife loved it. It's a little bit of you have grief for your wife that you've loved all these years, but these are your kids and they also have a love for their mom. So I don't know. I just feel like I feel like he thinks cutting it up is like cutting up the memory and it's not the dress you're anymore. Not, but you're not like, cutting up those memories. It's but like- if she would fit into it, then he would be like, oh, okay, just wear it. But then he'd have a problem with her wearing it in any way that wasn't reflective of how his wife wore it. I am under the mindset of let her have it. I did. I will say this is that like when I got married, I wanted to wear my mom's and my mom was much tinier than I was when I got married. So we would have had to adjust the dress heavily had she still had it but there's also from the daughter's point of view if you don't get the dress 
there's other ways to incorporate this into your wedding. As heartbroken as you're going to possibly be about it. He did offer up the jewelry, which to me was relatively nice. And there's other ways to honor her memory. I know that's going to, you're going to be very heartbroken in regards to that, but there are other ways to commemorate and remember her on your day. I did. My mom, when she got married to my dad, had a really big orchid in her hair, this green orchid, because they're so abundant in Thailand. And so when I got married, I wanted a really big orchid in my hair too, for the symbolization that my dad would be there. So if you don't get the dress, I promise, honey, it's still going to work out. I really hope your dad allows you to have it because I feel like this is such a moot point, in my opinion. I would let you have it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I I continued to read down and he responded to a question. He was like, basically, he's attached to the dress. It's a keepsake. Cutting it up is like cutting up the memory, what I said before. But he also mentions that his daughter is overweight. He doesn't know her weight, but it would be more than just like letting out the length. So the thing is, listen, man, it's, it's just still a dress. just a dress. What for her too? It's just a dress. She could easily just go and buy a dress and honor her mom in a different way. Okay. She also is being a little bit of a brat, like by hanging up on him and being upset. But also true. I, I still think he should give it that. to her. I think he should give it to her and be the bigger person because it's just a dress, but. He says he only has a picture of his wife in her wedding dress. You don't need the wedding dress. Again, what are you going to do with that wedding dress? And this is my question is like, what are you planning on doing with it? What did you do with yours, Mira? I don't know. I had mine. Oh, gosh. I've been meaning to get a dry clean and boxed. But then I was like, but why? <laughs> why? Then I was like, if I had a redo wedding, like a, a vow renewal or something, would I wear it again? And I was like, probably not. I want to get another dress, but maybe. I just wasn't very sentimental about my dress, really. To me, my friends loved the dress on me. And I was like, oh, okay, everybody seems to really like it. I had my, some of my friends had tears in their eyes. And I was like, I guess this is a dress. I didn't care about all of that stuff. Mm. It was just me having a wedding dress for a wedding day. But I didn't care about, I didn't care about that stuff. So I'm not his wife who loved my dress so much and talked about it and whatnot. So I'm having a hard time letting go of my dress. If my daughter wanted it, I'd be like, yeah, I'll give it to you. But I, I know it's What if she style. couldn't fit into your dress and had to cut it up, man? She actually, speaking of which, she probably won't be able to. My daughter's a lot bustier than I am and she's got a booty. So we would have to let it out for sure. Lucky her. But what if it wasn't just letting out? What if it was, have you ever seen that show? On, it was like on the TLC channel a long time ago. And she's just, there's this woman, I think she's Asian or half Asian. And basically- it's all about redoing the wedding dress. Yes. I remember the show. Yeah. And it looked amazing, but it's also like a completely different dress. I would still be okay time. with it. I would still be okay with it. I don't. At this age and this, at this point in my life, I, the only reason I'm having a hard time getting rid of my wedding dress is because it was literally gifted to me by a monk in Thailand. Then that's different. You know, my mom still, did with her wedding dress to my yeah. dad, just so you know. Mm -hmm. And this is before I was even like remember she had an event to go to she cut that bad boy up and made it into a, a dress a and wore it to an event yeah that's what she did so i'm thinking about doing potentially the same it's also made from raw thai silk which is like oh. really expensive what color is it raw thai silk isn't regular like silk right it's got this yellowy hue it looks white on me because i've i'm tan i've got the yellow skin so when you take a photo of it but it's got this yellowy hue it's beautiful girl and it's Redo gorgeous. that dress. I do plan on it. I just, 
The thing is that the other thing is that let's say there was a bride on Facebook, for instance, who was in tears and roughly my size and was in tears because she couldn't afford a dress and and my dress relatively looked like what she was wanting. I would easily give it to her. I'd be like, here you go. What you're saying is if there was someone who wanted it and who could value it the way that you value it, you would part with it. I totally would. So back to the story. His daughter is saying she would value it. But he's saying would, you're not by cutting it up and doing all the things. He has stipulations on it. Um, if she had to cut it, if there was potential, because there's the other thing too, is that like one, Thai silk is so heavy. Like when I tell you I was dying on my wedding day, it was so hot. Is it a long dress? It, yes. You can make I, multiple things um, with that. I'm going to tell you, there were so many things that my mom told me that she was like, you don't want to do that because you're going to be hot on your wedding day. Your, your wedding is in August. I had to have a cathedral thro- a cathedral veil. So my veil, literally, like, it, there was so much material. For what? I had 30 people at my wedding. My veil was longer than my walkway. My train was, I think, four or five feet. It was, there's a lot of material on that dress. And it's heavy. Thai silk is extremely heavy. I'm going to tell you, if somebody wanted to cut it up, I'd also be okay with it. The only reason I'm having a hard time letting go is because it was gifted to me by, by a monk. And Don't let it that, go. Don't let it go. You're still young. You still can wear it and you can change it. So you can probably make a couple dresses. I'm going to send you a website. It's called Holy Chic by, it's this Indian chick, Mega something. And she takes saris and she repurposes them. She makes these beautiful dresses. And there's ones where there's a blazer out of the material and she Ooh. shows you how to wear it. So you might like that. That might be something that you might want that to do. like something I'd want to do. Because if you did a beautiful blazer and you wear it with jeans totally and whatnot, crop top, like how cute would that be? And I you have totally that cathedral again. veil for that. That could work out. The only thing is you need, go back to Thailand and let them do it there because no, I don't know I if I'm doing it here. No, I'm not going to do it here. That's the other thing is that I'm going, like the next time I go back to Thailand, I'll probably pack it up in my suitcase. I'll bring Hell it to yeah. my, the seamstress that I know over there. I'm like, you need to make this out of, these are the things. A hundred percent. Because, and that, because one, we couldn't get, the, I brought it to a seamstress here in Canada and I was trying to get her to make it out of bustle so that it would tie in while I was dancing instead of me having to hold it. And she couldn't get the material to work. And I remember my mom being like, because they don't have the same skills to deal with that kind of material here. Exactly. That's exactly so she, right. You have to go back home. But anyways, all this to say is, dad, let her have the dress. What? Let her have the dress, dad. Girl, because you're going to be having that way. doing nothing. But she will ruin the dress and you have to be okay with that. That's all. It's he's going to be sitting at his daughter's wedding being like, ugh, she don't look that good. Because he's going to have to lie and say she look good when it's, when it's his wife's dress. Come on, it's your baby girl. Don't you just want her to be happy? No. Do you want to hear another wedding one? Yeah, I love these wedding ones. I Ooh. know. Me too. Why? We're married. I'm married. Maybe I'm manifesting for another wedding, like another vow renewal. Ooh. When's your tenure? I, I don't know. How many years am I? I don't now? know. Oh, sorry. Uh, How long have you been married, girl? So I got married in 2017. You know what it is? I count when we've met more than when we got married. To me, the marriage was just like a transaction. Wonderful party. But to me, I think our relationship began when we committed to each other and bought a house and moved in and lived. That's when I count our relationship, really. But yeah, marriage was 2017. So I guess 10 year would be 27. Nah, that's too soon. All right. So what people usually do well, 15 years, 20 years, 20 years, right? Some people do five. I might be dead by then. Jesus. All right. Am I the a-hole for telling my sister she will be insecure no matter what I wear to her wedding? 
we're getting triggered here. We're getting triggered because we all remember, if you listen to Woken Pretty, we had that situation with the sisters Bikinis. having issues with what their sisters are wearing. Go go off, girl. Let's listen. hear it. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So this is a 27-year-old female. Her sister's 30, right? Both of Indian descent from the U.S. Okay, hey, let's go. I'm, guys, I'm Caribbean for all intents and purposes. Indian descent as well. My sister is getting married in November, and currently we are in the process of getting the clothes made for the wedding. Indian weddings are usually quite large and extravagant with several events. Okay, for people who don't know, at least the Friday night, Saturday, and then the Sunday. So at least three days. The same thing in Thailand. I, as the bride's sister. And you sister, need to have so much alcohol for those events. Well, not even alcohol. You have to have outfit changes. And then the actual oh, day God, where you're doing the ceremony, you have to have more than one outfit change. Some people I have know. five outfits. Okay. That's why they be getting it made in this India. Is, this is also why you only want to do a Western wedding. <laughs> but if you're of Indian descent, stuff, people love these Indian weddings. because it's They like, do. It's, they're beautiful weddings. But yeah. I, I've also gone to Asian weddings where like there's a tea ceremony. It's so, by the time that you get to Sunday, you're exhausted. Of course you are. Yeah. But how beautiful. It's very beautiful. Okay. I, as the bride sister, will be expected to dress up very nicely. So I'm having clothes custom made as well. Of course, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. That is what you do. That is what I've heard this. Yes. Uh-oh. Yesterday, we went to our first fitting for the outfits. And the moment my sister saw my outfits, she was upset. I am having four different lengas made. A lenga is a, a crop top with a skirt. And they're beautiful with the shawl made, which are like a crop top and a long skirt made for wedding events. My sister, on the other hand, is choosing to wear suits, which are a long tunic with baggy pants on the bottom. Your sister who's getting married is choosing that? What the hell is wrong with her? I'm already mad. I'm already mad. Sorry, guys. I should not insert my comments when I read the story, but I can't help it. Okay. My sister, when she saw me in the outfits, told me they were too revealing and would like me to wear something more toned down as she herself will be in a suit. I'll admit we both look very different and have different body types, so her choice of outfit is much better fit for her. She got even more upset when I pointed out that several of our cousins will be wearing similar outfits to the wedding. She said she doesn't care what they do, but that I should let her have the spotlight for this one event in her life. Hmm. Here is where I may be the a-hole. I told her that no matter what I wear, she will be insecure and her insecurities are for her to deal with. Indian moms can be quite blunt and I won't lie our entire life. My mom has pointed out just how different we look physically. I can see why she would be insecure, but I don't see why I have to cater to her insecurities. My mom agrees with me and told my sister I will be wearing the langas as that's what looks best on me. I'm not going to lie. I think Indian suits look frumpy to me and I want to wear what flatters me. I'd rather not even go if I wear a suit. They look better on more matronly women. So am I the a-hole in this situation? Oh, gosh. She said she gave links to what her stuff looks like and what her sister's stuff looks like. And she's like, this is not what she's wearing. It's just something like this she wants me to wear. And she's had several suits made for her wedding, all of which have very heavy amounts of embroidery and crystals. There is no way anyone would not think she is the bride. Wow. That's a lot. Listen. Can I just say something? Yeah, go ahead, girl. With with my Indian knowledge. (laughs) When you go to an Indian wedding, 
every single person will be decked out. <laughs> every been, single person. Two, but they are wearing. Show. You come up to show up. Nope. No. Nobody cares what the bride is wearing. Not that nobody cares what the bride is wearing, but it's literally a fashion show. I, I'm, I'm a little triggered by this because my entire life, my older sister and I were compared and she is half my height, half my size has always been not anymore, but she was always the golden child. She was always the skinny one, the smart one, the, this one, mind you, I finished top of my class in high school. I'm freaking smart too. And I had a great body. I just was taller than her and curvier than her. People will not stop comparing us. They always did, no matter what we did. So I could see why her sister is triggered because it's like you're being compared and everyone's going to compare. And especially if your sister who, who has a big part in the wedding is next to you, I could see why she's, can you dress down a little bit? I do think her insecurities are going to be there regardless, but her asking her sister to do this I understand why, but I have a problem with her not saying something from the jump because she just ordered all these lingas and now you're going to make her redo and tell her to dress frumpy like you to make you happy. But isn't this what brides do in America? Brides and bridesmaids, they make the bridesmaids wear whatever the crap they choose and you have to be happy with it. I didn't make my bridesmaids do that. No, but mm. a majority of what brides do. This, I think, I, think I don't know. into a lot of like bridal insecurity <laughs> in my opinion. I'm just going to say, if you aren't secure in yourself and you don't believe you're beautiful, then why would anybody else believe you're beautiful? But on in your wedding Indian day wedding, or whatever day. But in an Indian wedding where everyone's dressed up, no one's going to be more, more like the bride is center of attention, but if, and also the bride's sister. So the bride's sister will be there next to her. And then it's going to be another event where people are comparing them. So I could see why she did that. But the fact that she said, oh, this one time, can you do it? She got problems with you, girl. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's some underlining sisterly. I don't know. I, I guess my other question is that devil's advocate here. <laughs> but did you go to your sister and were and said this is these are the things that I'm planning on wearing to your wedding before you ordered them? Because I know that like when I got married, my sister messaged me right away and she was like, "I don't want to buy a new dress. Is that okay?" And I was like, "Yeah." That's first fine. of all, first of all, for yeah. my sister's wedding. She called me on the phone. It was finals week at college, my senior year. And she was like, oh, I'm getting married in two weeks um, yes. in Trinidad. Can you come? Can you make it? And I was like, what the actual F1? Who are you getting married to? That's number one. The man, yeah. Who's I met this guy. Oh, Ryan. Who's no, which Ryan? Which Ryan? Ryan? <laughs> Our neighbor Ryan? Ryan? Chubby ass Ryan? Yeah, okay, that's him. Okay, you're getting married in two weeks? What happened? You're pregnant? No, of course not. Bob. Okay. I guess I'll be there. I guess I'll, on my student budget, figure out a way to get money to fly to Trinidad for your wedding in two weeks because you can't wait two months, whatever. Anyway, so I went. I went down to Flatbush, Brooklyn, and I bought myself a corset with a long, like silk corset with a long silk skirt. And that is what I wore, honey. And they were clear heels. I did not ask my sister what I was going to wear. I did not care because it was last minute. Did I look good? Yes. You know why I look good? Everybody was staring at me and nobody said a damn word because people are haters in Trinidad. Haters. <laughs> so y'all watched me walk from one house to the other because he was the neighbor in my heels, in my cute outfit. So and I sat down and I let my sister, but she never once said, oh, you don't look good. Oh, why are you wearing? No, never. She wore this little dress that my mom got her. And that was it because it was last minute. For my wedding, she wore a bridesmaid's dress that I picked out for everybody. I made them all try on. And, and when the majority was like, cool with it, then I was like, fine, y'all wear this. I don't care. Mm. no my it's sister it. just messaged me and said 
do I have to buy a new I don't want to buy a new dress can I just wear one of something and then she sent me like three photos and I was like I don't care which one you wear they all look cute congratulations (laughs) and that was it so maybe listen again devil's advocate maybe if you asked your sister one two girl like as again own your as a bride I would be like and this isn't just bridal advice but like this is life advice ladies just honestly believe you're beautiful and the rest of the world will follow i know but when it comes to your wedding especially an indian wedding when all the pictures are going to be of you next to your sister shove her out of the way (laughs) yeah but she could just be a little understanding too if the outfits aren't made she could easily because she like think about it she's oh like i'm all for people wearing whatever they want and people getting over it but in this case the sister is like asking you in advance and she's not telling you to dress bad. She's just, can you wear something a little bit more covered like I am? Like, don't show your stomach. <laughs> I don't know. I know it sucks. I know but it now sucks. It's our, they've already been bought and paid for, right? Like, they've already been. I don't know. And, and the thing she said, she said, they went to their first fitting. So I don't think they purchased them yet. I don't think she paid for them. The first fittings is before you even buy it for the four lengas. She probably picked it. But okay, the lengas so are- if she like, okay, so she could still wear, technically, okay, maybe again, I don't know because I haven't heard. But could she just wear the langa with a longer top instead of it being crop top? Couldn't it be? So then that would be called something else. But they right. have the longer ones, like the tunic tops. That's and so it. that's what this—that's what the bride's telling her to wear. And she doesn't like it because it won't fit her body. Because she don't, she won't look her best, right? Stop being a pick me girl. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Stop being a pick me girl. All right. I don't know. I just, I think because maybe, I don't know why this one's different for me. I guess if my sister had asked me, like the last MIA hole that we had was they were already at their vacation and whatever, right? So and that's different with the postpartum body. This one is in advance. She's just, it's basically like uh, an American bride telling their bridesmaids, here's what I want you to wear. That's basically the same thing. So I don't see why this is that wrong. I think her sister's being a little bit of a pick me girl. The girl who wrote this in. Yes, you're the a-hole. I said it. But I do think your baby sister or your older sister who's getting married, who's insecure, you should make her feel good about herself a little bit. This is her wedding. You're going to have your wedding. You're going to have your shit. You're going to have every single day when everybody compares the two of you. What what difference is it going to make if you wear a few outfits that you're not, oh, I don't look the sexiest I could look. Get over yourself. (laughs) You're still going to look beautiful. I don't know. I just hate, I'm going to just say this one piece before we move on. But in the Indian culture, I know I'm Indian descent, but we're Caribbean first and foremost. There's always the ugly sister and always the pretty sister. There's always the fat one and the skinny one. Oh my I gosh, wasn't, that's so funny. You're not the only But I wasn't the fat one, but they made me the fat one. I had no fat on me. And, mm-hmm. and I, to this day, I show my sister, I'm like, look at these pictures. And this is when people were telling me I was fat. I don't like this narrative that we... <laughs> No, but it is a reinforced narrative. It's, it is such a reinforced narrative with sisters. My my sister used to be, my, I used to be the tall, beautiful one. My sister used to be the short, smart one. And it used to upset me so much because I was like, I am smart. I don't want to be just the tall, pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister's like, <laughs> my bra's over here. <laughs> I don't want to be 5'9 and pretty. Get the hell out of here. My life is so hard. Why can't I be smart too? Bitch, you own your own company. You're smart. Now, 
you were always smart then. What's interesting about this? It's the narrative that we push on when sisters. I think this this starts very young to make them very competitive. And we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. And that's the thing. We don't need to. And us growing up in those environments, we're clearly speaking out about it. We're clearly having the conversations. Do what your sister says, but also remind her that she is gorgeous. Like, just tell her these things. I know it's not in you, but you should. And by the way, I saw this TikTok yesterday and I thought it was so interesting. And you have grown kids, so you can let me know. Because for anyone who has kids out there, I thought it was a really interesting thing to think about. So she, um, this TikToker had her daughter was around and somebody said, oh, your daughter's shy. Like, she doesn't really talk to anybody, does she? And it was just like a passing comment. And so she was like, instead of accepting it and being like, yeah, she ended up saying, no, my daughter's not shy. She just takes time to trust people. And she basically changed how it was perceived so that it could empower her daughter a little bit because she knew her daughter was there and listening. Mm -hmm. And she said, my daughter is not actually shy. She just takes time to trust people. And when she's around people she don't know, she takes her time. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And she said she looked over at her daughter after she said it. Her daughter just looked so happy that she felt seen and understood. But her point was, when you say things about children, they tend to believe it. Yeah. So you men being the tall, pretty one and your sister being, oh, thank God she's smart. (laughs) Did you, when you were a kid growing up, did you not embody those things? Because for me, I fought against it. Like my sister was the, the skinny, smart one. And I was like, oh, really? I'm smart and I'm pretty and I may be fat, but which I was not, by the way, and in any means fat. But I was like, I'm going to go and show them because that's just how I have always been. And I did, but it still always took, it took me a really long time to get over it and realize until I had the conversation with my sister in my 20s. And she was like, I never saw you as fat. I never saw you as this. And I said, everybody says this. And she's, yeah, now that you think, now that you say it, I realize that they do it. But because she was always the good one, mm-hmm. I she never really <clears throat> paid attention to it. Yeah. Until we had that conversation and having that conversation was very freeing. But I'm really pissed off that these communities still push that shit. That's 2023. Yeah. Us as young women, we got to change that. But it also like this. It's not just the narrative that we're pushing on, but think about the underlining narrative. You're you're pinning two women against each other, two girls against each other. This is how it starts. You want to stop the fact that like women grow up competitive it starts with the narrative that you're pushing on us so mm-hmm. I, I agree with you and, and you're right I did embody it for a very long time because then, you were told that's how you were exactly and then one day I was like no more man if we somebody actually said to you when you were younger stopped your mom or whoever was saying that being like actually Min's really smart and gave examples wouldn't you have felt as a little girl overhearing that you would have been like it just oh, would have yeah. empowered you so much. And so that's what this TikToker was trying to even say. Even now, let me tell you, even now, this is still the narrative that I try to like push on my mother whenever she's like, oh, but you're so pretty. And I'm like, mom, because we had a conversation about something. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I think it was about my sister because my sister's about to become a nurse practitioner, which is like basically the equivalent of a doctor. And my mom was telling, saying something about my sister being so smart. And, and then she compared me to something else. And I was like, I wonder if I just didn't apply myself the same way in regards to school that my sister did, because it was always pushed on me that I was just the pretty one and I would get a, I could get away with being the pretty one. Or, or let's take it out of you and not think about you, Miss Self-Thundered. Let's think about your sister being like, oh, I'm the smart one. So I have to prove that I'm smart. smart. 
but I have to keep proving it and I can never let it down. Like I can never lose. I could not imagine what that would be like for her. But think about it, take it out of you and what your experience was and think about her and think about how, if she was doing bad in class, like that pressure for not being the smart one anymore, if she didn't have that, what would she be? You ever thought about that? Oh my God. This is like so much of her first year of university. Boom. Didn't think about it, did you? Oh my God. I totally didn't think about that. There was so much pressure on her. So she took my sister. How's it feel to be the golden child? I'm so not the the golden child. (laughs) Honey, I am Asian. Do you know who the golden child is? My brother. Your your brother. Okay. Okay. We get that. Yes. It's always the brother. But how does it feel to be the better sister? I'm not the better sister. Trust me. There is no such thing as a better sister, right? It's your relationship together. But I'm just saying, it's just interesting when you think about it from the other perspective. Yeah. But now I, now that I think about it, now that you made me, I think about her first year of university. And I remember after her first year, she, her telling us that she was taking a semester off. I hope she never listens to this. And I hope it doesn't get back to her. But she was forced to take a semester off. The pressure was too much for her. The pressure was so much for her. I couldn't imagine what that would have been like now. I didn't even think of that. All the will be a thing. better sister. <laughs> All right, moving along. <laughs> All right. Am I the a-hole making us reflect on our own lives? I think that's it for this episode, but those are two really good ones to think about, guys. Always bringing in the sister relationship here. Always bringing it in. And I like the wedding stuff because I feel like- I love also, it when it's cultural too. <laughs> also, can we talk about this real quick? She said that she may not attend if she has to change her outfit. Yeah, talk about a being rude. a brad. You- first of all, bull- crap you know you're gonna go because all the aunties and uncles are gonna talk about you so you know your ass would be there your mom would never let you so you know you're going you're full of shit wear the damn suit call it a day wear your lenga another time (laughs) anyway she was the a-hole just so you know (laughs) Uh, anyway but okay (laughs) no because her sister should be more empowered to be secure But clearly it's something that's been going on for a while, right? So I don't know. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Woken Pretty. As always, Min and I enjoyed having you here and we love you listening to our thoughts. So please follow us on social at Woke Pretty Podcast. And of course, listen to the full episode and share it with your friends because sharing is caring. And we will hit you up tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on another captivating episode of Woken Pretty. We hope you had just as much fun as we did diving into the depths of pop culture and current events. Remember, you're the heartbeat of our podcast. Your support, your comments, and your enthusiasm keeps us fired up and ready to bring you more pop culture goodness each week. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a moment of action. We'd love to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and even your own pop culture discoveries. Connect with us on social media at Woken Pretty Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We're always thrilled to chat with fellow pop culture enthusiasts. Until next time, keep riding those pop culture waves, stay in the know with current events, and most importantly, keep embracing your woke and pretty self. Thanks for joining us on this wild ride. And remember, the conversation doesn't stop here. So until we meet again, spreading the woke and pretty vibes.